We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is being brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto online at carx.com. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Russ Dorsey, a.k.a. Jerry Russ, is going to be on the show. To me, wins are a premium right now for the White Sox. So my personal opinion is I want to see the winning lineup in the back half of a doubleheader. But I also understand that guys need their maintenance and their rest. So I'm trying to figure out what the White Sox should do. Here's my question for you. Like, I feel sometimes watching the White Sox that sometimes it feels like TLR gives a game away or gives a series away where it's like, all right, we took two of three Sunday lineup or we won the first game of the doubleheader. Maybe we can buy a game not having TA in there or Luis Robert in there. Like, do you feel that way? I know yes. you as a Watch Packers fan and watching, do you feel that too? Because that's how I feel. Yeah, and there's a part of me that's like, in theory, yeah. I understand the concept of I want to make sure that my guys are fresh. Like, this has been a theme with the White Sox. Maybe if that was your plan going into the season, that you might have to change that because of how the first 36 games have gone. Make me a bicycle clown! College football is back. It's great. Face drop. Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. This is one of those days where it's great to be a sports talk show host because we can delve into the ridiculousness of it. I mean, sure, I'm angry about the White Sox yesterday, but this this stuff with Saban and Jimbo Fisher and Deion Sanders has taken my thoughts away from that, and that's probably a good thing. So when we come back, for those of you in there, a bunch of people were like, wait, what's going on? What's happening? On the text line, I'm going to share with you some of the things that are happening in college football. Also, have some thoughts on the White Sox as they get ready to play a rubber game match with the Kansas City Royals this afternoon. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, the Royals could win this series before you head off to go play the best team in baseball. Not great. We'll talk about all of that next here on The Score. 
Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Roll damn tide, baby. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Joe Ostrowski, a.k.a. Joe Pucks Ostrowski. Ask him about the NHL playoffs, believe it or not. We're also going to talk with Jason Leisure, who's been covering the Bears minicamp, and we are going to talk with Sean Hyken about the Bulls in the NBA. Before I talk a little bit of White Sox, the thing that, that's been driving content over the last hour and a half or so is this war of words between Alabama head coach Nick Saban and Texas A&M coach Jimbo Fisher. Here's how it started. Nick Saban was talking. He does these like fireside chats with boosters and whatnot. And, and he had this to say about NIL and Texas A&M doing a better job of recruiting. You've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. You know what, Ray? Load that up again. There's an audible gasp when he makes the accusation. Play it again. You've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. So he also made mention of Jackson State and talked about one of the players at Jackson State getting a million dollars for name, image, and likeness. Nick Saban is the highest paid coach in college football. I mean, he's got a contract writer that allows for him to always be in the top five in in college football coaching circles, okay? As you can imagine, if one were to make an accusation about you that you felt was unjust, you would probably clap back. Jimbo Fisher called a 10 a.m. press conference this morning and spent 20 minutes clapping back. Here's the best of it. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this, it's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ, more importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen, and it's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top, and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right, we're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. Listen, I'm going to tell you one thing. You can, you can call me anything you want to call me. You ain't calling me a cheat. I don't cheat and I don't lie. So I learned that when I was a kid. If you did, the old man slapped you side of the head. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. What is the five fingers? Say to the face! What? Slap! 
how would Jimbo feel if I called him racist or misogynist? I can call him any of those things, right? But I can't call him a cheater and a liar. Look, any of these guys talking about this in the we do things the right way, like if that's if that's what you're going for, I'm not here for that. I am here for I, – I think that Jimbo raises a lot of good points, whether it's Nick Saban or Dabble Swinney or Jim Harbaugh or Jimbo Fisher. There is a difference in the power distribution now. And players have got more power. They've got more say. And that is threatening for men that have been able to lord their power over these same young men for decades. And they're having a really hard time adjusting to it. And now they're lashing out at each other. But this to me is is super old school. This is, they cheating. No, they cheating. It's hilarious. Hilarious. And I'm glad that it's back because it makes college football more fun. Pound Bama and the points. October 8th, Texas A&M coming to T-Town. Jimbo said they ain't friends no more. He ain't taking Nick Saban's calls no more. If people want to know why the SEC gets prominent placement, it's because of this. This type of stuff. You're not going to see this in the Pac-12 or the ACC and maybe barely in the Big Ten. I'm sure that that Brian Kelly is looking around right now being like, what did I get myself into? You know what you got yourself into? $95 million. That's what you got yourself into. Texas and Oklahoma must be looking at each other going, why did we, we going over there? It's crazy over there. To me, it's hilarious. Hilarious. When I got time, I'll do a more serious version of this topic because there is a lot to really dig into from a serious standpoint, but the spectacle of it was hysterical to me. Something that wasn't hysterical to me was what happened to the White Sox last night. It wasn't fun. Ray, share it with the people. It's time for the White Sox Minute. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. We're going to be Southside regardless. South slider. Hi, mom. Go Sox, baby. The White Sox Minute on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Game number four from Kansas City and the Ace is back. Lucas Giolito, the opening day starter for the Sox off the injured list. That will get through, and it is the first run of the ball game. Garcia, first pitch swing. It is one-nothing Sox. Center field down for a hit, and with that stolen base, Kansas City will tie the game. RBI single for Merrifield, and the Royals create a run here in the second. High in the air, left center field. Robert can only look up. That's way out of here for Bobby Witt Jr. And the Royals have retaken the lead just like that. 0-1. In the air to right, that's a base hit. It was a curveball, and Tim deposits it in right for a 2-2 tie. Right side. Angle can't make the 
the catch. It gets behind him, and Kansas City starts the carousel. One run is home, and it's a stop sign at third for Rivera. Abreu over at first, and this ball is smashed to left center field. Robert is back at the wall. It's out of here. Melendez hits a two-run home run. Kansas City wins and forces a rubber match in game five tomorrow. Highlights courtesy of NBC Sports Chicago. Yeah, they force a game where the, the Royals could actually end up winning this series. T.A. was great yesterday. He was spectacular. Three for five with an RBI. Great defense by him. The defense ended up failing the White Sox at the end of the game, as you heard there with the Adam Engel choice that he made. And now White Sox are back under 500 at 18 and 19. I'm going to talk with Joe Ostrowski about that, college football foolishness, and how he's become the biggest advocate for playoff hockey. Joe Pucks joins me next here on The Score. Joe Ostrowski, host of BetQL Daily. When early odds is on the air on Saturdays, there are a lot of people that tune out. They don't want to hear sports betting. But when you really break it down, it's just sports talk. The best gambling analyst in the country. Want to bet? I'm Jordan with the mic. Want to gamble? When I reach out to people that have models or some odds makers, what maybe once upon a time it was three points for home field, Right now, and most people aren't aware of this, it's one and a half to two points. Joe Ostrowski on the Lawrence Holmes Show, right damn now. Our segment with Joe is being brought to you by Points Bet. You should check out Joe on BetQL Daily. Him and Joe G and Aaron, they do a lot of good work on that show. It's really funny. I spend usually about a half an hour every morning listening to my guy do his thing. He joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Joe, thanks for joining me. Hi, Lawrence. Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey, Joe Pucks! <laughs> That's right! It's gotta be fu- it's gotta be funny. I just can't imagine some of the reactions that you have in the morning. I'm just sitting here in the basement doing my show, doing my thing, and you're like, this guy's out here talking sports radio, and he's the one trying to shoehorn in some uh, hockey talk every every morning. It's quite strange. Yeah, quite so, the turn. So so let me let me just paint a picture for people. Let's do that hockey. Well, in a second, <laughs> we're gonna do that hockey. When I used to do the nighttime show here at The Score, Joe was my producer for the bulk of the time there. He's great at it. And one of the things he would always be like is, we're not talking any damn hockey. Those are the, That was the edict from my EP. We ain't talking no hockey. Don't bring no hockey to this show. There's other stuff that we can do. You can talk about bears whenever you want, and people want to talk about bears. Now let's fast forward a decade. Talk to Dustin Bufflin about something but hockey. Exactly. (laughs) Hockey, not hockey, is what we would try to do. A decade later, Joe is the premier sports betting guy. And now he has drifted into the dark arts (laughs) of betting on hockey and hearing the joy in his voice on BetQL Daily when he's talking about how much he's enjoying the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. The turnaround is is amazing. So, sir, why are you enjoying the Stanley Cup playoffs so much? But hey, well, here. Saying hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> I say it. I don't think they say it. I say it. 
You say it. Um, here's the thing. I'm not sitting here breaking down the third line, you know, stuff like that. I just find, from a sports betting perspective, I find it fascinating what has happened in the playoffs on many different levels. Let's start with the NBA, though. NBA playoffs have sucked. They've been okay? terrible. They've been terrible. So that so that's the first thing. What's the other option going on right now? Okay, we've got this league, and it's kind of tiered out. You've got the Avalanche on a tier all by themselves. They're the heavy favorite. They've disappointed in the past, and they're the heavy favorite once again. People are saying, do you take the Avs or you take the field? That's how good they are. Then there's this next tier, two through five. How do you separate them? I don't know. Their cup odds are all about the same. Talk, pick a different hockey analyst, and they're going to tell you to pick a, another team. Some love Calgary. Some love uh, the Hurricanes. Some, some still got to like Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third straight cup. Can they get that done? A lot of fascinating stories there. And then you also have the long shots. Like St. Louis, because they're going up against Colorado. Or the New York Rangers, they have arguably the best goalie in the world, but they're down in their series. Maybe maybe they can get Igor standing on his head throughout, and they could have a shot. I think that's interesting. Early on, you, you always hear in the playoffs, oh, there's no scoring, everything's so tight, all these unders. That wasn't the case. It was all overs early on. Until we hit the weekend. These things always take a turn no matter what sport you're talking about. And it feels like it's taken that turn. So we had a bunch of game sevens over the weekend and a bunch of unders hit. And that's carried over into the second round at the start here. And then last night happened with Calgary scoring nine times against Edmonton. They had three unanswered goals a couple of different times in that game. And Oilers actually fought back. To, to score four in a row. It was 6-6 early in the third period. I mean, sports Twitter was going crazy about a second-round hockey game. So that's how I answer your question. It's it's so much more interesting. And just the, how the totals have come in, the scoring that we're seeing, and the NBA's been terrible. Lawrence, last 12 games of the NBA playoffs have been decided by an average of 22.2 points per game. Wow. All blowouts. It's not fun. It, it's not fun. And I'll just add this in. Calgary's ice always looks amazing. Like when, when the Blackhawks would play Calgary, you're like, wow, that looks like, I don't know if it's the lighting or they just have a better sheet of ice than anyone else, but it yeah. looks amazing. And it looked amazing last night. So let me ask you kind of the big question about hockey then with the confluence of the the eruption of sports betting and them getting back on ESPN and having a, an exciting postseason so far, do you think that there's going to be growth of fandom and viewership for hockey over the next two or three years? We've already seen it in year one of this ESPN deal. You can find the games. Now, they have work to do with their pregame and their post game that they're trying to be fun with, but okay, people don't really tune in for that. They tune in for the games. Listen, man, you turn on ESPN, they're leading with hockey. So, did you ever think you'd see that? No, because I I thought that the hockey wouldn't be able to get out of their horrible deal that they had yeah. to to figure out a way to get back on ESPN. And I've often wondered, is it 
can does ESPN have enough power to grow a sport? And the answer for that is yes. When you look at their success with UFC, so I imagine that hockey looked at this as a chance, like, hey, we might be able to grow the sport. And then when you you have the the added bonus of sports betting exploding all over the country, mm-hmm. th- there's a chance here for them to capture hearts and minds. It's going to be a, a a long ramp up, but I think they're moving in the right direction. Let me ask you, someone interested in sports betting, but it's not your world like it is mine. I'm covering it every single day. Uh, there is one other sport. Well, there's one sport, I, I would say, a cut above, that has been helped by sports betting more than any else but there's a lot going on there it's the pandemic as well and it's the second major of the year going on right now it's golf do you see that because i see it in sports betting but i'm wondering you know from outside of the sports betting world do you see that growth in golf the last two to three years well the thing with golf for me which is interesting is that there's there's a proxy war that's going on right now like like the, the the fact that they're there could be a golf insurrection that that happens is fascinating. Then Tiger's also back. I haven't stepped into the golf betting yet. I'm I'm not comfortable that I know enough to to get in there. Yeah. And Doesn't it seem more popular though? Yes, yeah. I I agree that I think it seems more popular, and so does the NHL. And I think that that's great for people mm-hmm. that have been sitting here and wondering could that ever become more than a super regional sport. And could people learn to love the NHL versus just loving their team in the NHL? So this experiment that's going on right now is is fascinating, and it's something that I want to keep watching. But I, I got to tell you, Joe, as I'm doing my walk down the <laughs> midway in Hyde Park today, I'm laughing at you because I'm like, look at Joe. Joe is out here breaking down hockey. I thought I would never ever see the day where that's a thing lauren the alerts the over hit by eight and a half goals last night (laughs) we had 15 goals in an nhl playoff game last night 15 the live line got up to 15 and a half oh see that was that that was the thing that i was watching last night because there was a part of me that was like you know what i wanted to take that game on a ride where i bet Edmonton on the money line and then cashed out when it was six to six. Like that's what I was thinking I was going to do. That game was bananas last night and adding that extra like juice, no pun intended to it, I think makes it a lot of fun before I let you go. Yeah. The white Sox, we've seen their number change on fan grass where now the win total, the, the their projected win total was in the eighties. Is that reflected in the betting lines on what the white Sox can be? Yeah, their projected win total is also in the 80s. So, yeah, I, I know you were going to talk about that with the Fangraphs number. 84 wins right now for the White Sox, same as the Twins, but the White Sox in the betting market still the favorite to win the division. Points bet is on the high end, minus 135. You'd have to bet one, or minus 134, I'm sorry, uh, bet 134 to win 100. Uh the sports books that post updated win totals, they're a little bit higher than fan graphs. I see 86.5 wins for the White Sox. But Lawrence, World Series number, uh, when we started the season, we were around that 10, 11 to 1 number. We're, we're at 19 to 1. Uh, wow. It's been there for the last couple of weeks. They are the ninth favorite. So the betting market is saying, 
okay, I, I don't have them as top five, top six. They're floating out a little bit, but they're close to teams like the San Diego Padres. That's how they're being viewed in the in the sports betting world. Still sitting back three and a half games. It feels like they've been three and a half games back since the season started. Yeah, and, and it didn't help last night where you, you lose the game to the Royals. The, and now, like, it makes me so angry. And I heard you talking talking this morning on BetQL about this. They They are getting killed. Because a game like last night, you lose that game, and now all of a sudden, in a series where you were hoping to take four out of five, now you're just hoping to win the series. Mm-hmm. And I know that the odds are in favor of the White Sox going into this game because their pitcher has been better than what Kansas City's pitcher has been. But we all know that Vince Velasquez can throw a clunker. Ooh. We've seen it his whole career. Yeah, if they don't score runs today, I mean, it's baseball. Sample of one, you don't want to overreact. But all this, and if you don't score runs today on that dude, come on. what What's happening here? And we could talk all day about the easy division. Well, how, what does that matter? If you're not beating the Royals on a consistent basis. Wasn't this last year, too? They basically split, went 500 against them, too? Yeah, like yeah. right now they're, what, 6-12 against the easy division. Which, right. which in, in the case of the White Sox, not so damn easy anymore, is it? Mm-mm. No, and but the the Buxton news is fascinating because as of yesterday when I checked, he was still the fifth favorite for the AL MVP. Correa made his return yesterday, but but they have a hundred game plan now. This is what they're going to do. They're gonna, they're going to bench him one out of every three games. It's like every socks. What else do you need? You just have to do, get it done on the field. And they are not doing that. Joe, no. as always, I appreciate the time and the information. You guys do a great job on BetQL Daily. I love that show. It's awesome. And I love Joe Pucks now being <laughs> a, a character on the show. I will talk to you next week, sir. Thank you, Lawrence. Roll damn tide. Minus 16 and a half, October 8th against Texas A&M. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Saban's definitely going to oh. run it up. It's going to be fantastic. That is Joe Ostrowski. Check him out on BetQL Daily and on Early Odds. He's great. I love that he's Mr. Hockey now. That's awesome. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the Bears have mini camps going on. I'm going to talk with Jason Leisure about that next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 